0: St. Dominic's Catholic Church in San Francisco presents a homily by Deacon Charles McNeil on December 8, 2019, the second Sunday of Advent. Today's Gospel is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12, proclaimed by Deacon Charles McNeil. Be with you a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John the Baptist appeared preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his path. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem and all of Judea and the whole region around the Jordan was going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children of Abraham, from these very stones. Even now, the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and proven character produces hope. And then he says something, my brothers and sisters, that is extremely encouraging for us he says that hope does not disappoint Indeed, hope is a powerful thing. Yet to be a person, or a church, or a family of hope, or to have your hope restored when it has been lost, takes time and courage and perseverance. Today's first reading from the prophecy of Isaiah We heard a powerful message, a powerful prophecy of hope. The prophet Isaiah speaks a word of hope to the Jewish people at a time of great hopelessness. It was a time not unlike our own, of both religious and political turmoil. You see, the family tree of Jesse, that is the line of kings starting with King David, who ruled in Jerusalem for nearly 400 years have been cut down with very few prospects for its revival. There was indeed a desperate need for a new beginning. It was a time of extended desolation and despair, but not for the prophet. No, for the prophet Isaiah, this desperate moment in their history becomes rather an opportunity to preach a message of hope. In the midst of this time of darkness and hopelessness, the prophet speaks a message of unbelievable hope, a message of a future filled with new life. You see, he gives the people in that first reading that we heard today a concrete image, a visual image of what hope could look like. He says, On that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Of course, we Christians know that the bud he's referring to is the coming of the Christ. But he says, From that small stump, a lifeless trace of what had once been a flourishing tree, he claims that in some future time, new life would emerge. He said that new life would be possible. New life would be possible even for an injured, fragile, and apparently lifeless stump. Indeed, our Christian hope is based on the truth that what might appear to be lifeless, what might appear to be dead in and around us, what might appear to be exhausted in and around us, can always be renewed and given new hope. Hope is God's response to darkness. But coming out of the darkness is a process. There are times when we, too, can feel like that injured, lifeless stump. Ask anyone whose life has fallen apart, and they'll tell you. You see, there are those times in our lives when hope can fade. So, when hopelessness and despair are triggered, it takes huge amounts of patience, perseverance, and courage, doesn't it, to restore any notion of well being or stability. St. Thomas Aquinas says that hope is born from the desire for something good that is difficult but possible to attain. Hope is born from the desire for something good that is difficult but possible to attain. Indeed, hope is God's gift to us. It is the virtue that gives us the spiritual power to persevere, that spiritual power to face our physical pain our emotional pain, but because it's a virtue. It is one of those gifts that has to be cultivated, that has to be nurtured, that has to be practiced again and again and again for this virtue to develop, to grow. Each week, we gather as a people longing for Christ, longing for the hope that only Christ can give us. This altar, this altar is not only a sign of Christ, who is our hope, but it is also the sacred place where Christ becomes our very food and drink. Every time we come to mass, our hope is deepened. The Eucharist is a sacrament that nurtures our hope. Here at this table, we are formed into a people who together joyfully await the coming of a Savior. Here, we remember that the coming of the light of Christ into the world is a light that's strong enough to shine into any darkness. Here around this altar, we remember God's goodness, don't we? And in this sacred place, we acknowledge that despite the moments in our lives when hope is dim. Our lives remain a blessing. Our lives remain a blessing. Not too long ago, the newly elected Master General of the Dominican Order, whose name I just forgot. Thank you. Father T- What's his name, Father? Master General? Gerald. Gerald, Father Gerald. I don't, can't pronounce his name. He was here, the Master General of the Order, the newly directed Order. Uh, 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 Master General, and he stood right here at this pulpit, at the 930 Mass, and he said something that's so powerful. He defined hope. He said that hope is that radical refusal to believe that God is smaller than any and every situation or moment of our lives. Today, as we come forward to receive the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ, remember that promise of Isaiah. Remember that promise, that new life can always blossom forth from that which seemed lifeless and cut off. Indeed, my brothers and sisters, the blossom, the blossom that buds for us is Christ, our Savior.